Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome back to uh, Gwen and Chris kicking off hour number two. 301 is the time. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. We just watched the uh, replay of the Bills-Tampa Bay game. Yeah. And the first time you looked at that play, the end of the game, Chris Godwin in the end zone on the Hail Mary, you said to me, yeah, it didn't look like much. Then they showed the replay like three times, yeah. and every time they showed it, it looked more and more and more like it really should have been pass interference. I think the bu- only on reason Buffalo. they didn't call the pass interference is because Chris Godwin was still standing and he was facing the ball. He got spun around. He got grabbed. He got pulled down from behind. Oh, that was after the ball already hit the ground. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just saying, the referees, you guys are doing a lousy job. As I've said many times. they are doing a lousy job. Don't tell me you didn't call it because you didn't want to decide the game. Remember, not calling it sometimes decides the game. Yeah, but that's one of those things you could argue all day. Because calling it decides the game and not calling it decides the game. But my point is, is if it's a penalty, you should call it. If it's not, you don't. But that was a gray area penalty. Gray area? You say so. Well, the NFL just wants the Bills to win, so I don't know why we're arguing about this. Bills and Chiefs, you say, and Eagles. Sure. And hatred for the 49ers and Dolphins. Yes. They make it tough on good teams. The Globe Life field roof will be closed for Game 1 of the World Series tonight between the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. (gasps) Forecast calls for temperatures in the low 70s with a chance of thunderstorms. Arizona's Chase Field in Phoenix also has a retractable roof, leading to the possibility of the first ever all-indoor World Series. Never been an all-indoor World Series before. Really? No. The uh, Globe Life World Series of 2020 between the Dodgers and Tampa Bay Rays, the roof was open for three games and closed for three games. So not every game was played indoors. And there's no guarantee that this series will be played that way, but 70 degrees in Dallas or Arlington can feel like 170 degrees, Yeah, especially when there's a chance of thunderstorms. So they'll play in a more controlled environment tonight. Texas played 11 games with the roof open during the entire season. What's the point of having a roof that opens? Then? That's crazy. Because it's very expensive to get the, the last, roof that opens The closes. last time they opened their roof... It was May 21st. That's weird. I don't understand why they even put the roof on. Like I said, the roof it's was very closed. expensive. The roof was closed for three of the four previous postseason games this year. It was open for game four, the ALCS against Houston. 
Oh, I didn't even know that. Man, I needed to know that. All right, you don't know that. You don't care, huh? (laughs) All right, uh, World Series does get underway tonight. We will uh, have some NFL notes for you coming up in the next segment. But right now, time to get into our daily gambit. And if we could ever not do this segment, today would be the day that I would choose. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please gamble responsibly, everybody. We'll go through some of the bets we did yesterday. And then I have a couple fun bets that paid off or about to pay off. And then I have a parlay for over the weekend. So first, we bet on Buffalo and Tampa Bay. To have a total over under total points, 43 and a half. Chris went over, I went under. It was 24 to 18, so that's 42 points. And I win. It went under. Lakers and Suns. Lakers were six and a half point favorites in this one. Chris chose Lakers, I chose the Suns. Lakers did win this game, but they only won by five, 100 to 95. So uh, 0 and 2 for Chris, 2 and 0 for me. Mm-hmm. 76ers. Sense and- a pattern here. Yes, a Milwaukee Bucks over under total score of 227. You said under, I said over, and it was 118-117 for a total of 235 points. So I hit again. And then... Wait, did I lose again? You lost again. And then my win streak comes to an end. Your losing streak continues because we had the Avalanche and the Penguins. Avalanche were one and a half, or they were, yeah, one and a half... Um, goal favorites over the Penguins, and the Penguins end up winning four nothing. So you went over four, I went three and one. What does that bring us to for the week? Well, I went zero and four for a second consecutive day. Ooh. I would like to see somebody out there pick eight games and get them all wrong. <laughs> Just try to do that. <laughs> I went zero and four on Wednesday. I went zero and four on Thursday. Really? So you? Wow! Back to back days. That's going to kill your winning percentage. I'm four and twelve for the week. Wow! Which is about as bad as you can be. Scraby is nine and seven for the week. I'm so I'm which is at least over five hundred. Huh? Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, I was, I was watching these games last night. Going, you got to be kidding me! I mean, the Tampa Bay Buffalo game missed by one and a half points. The Lakers missed covering by one point. It's yeah, a good thing I don't. It's a good thing I don't really bet this stuff <laughs> because you would be crying. Oh, I'd be. Oh, I'd be in the poorhouse. <laughs> All right, um, I wanted to bring this up because. One of my favorite X accounts to follow is Bleacher Report Betting at BR underscore betting. And they posted this bet of someone who made it on March 30th, 2023, and it would be the Arizona Diamondbacks plus 18,000 to win the World Series. Somebody did that? Yeah. And actually, this time they caught up with the person who made this bet and they asked him, why did you bet on the Diamondbacks? And here is what they said. The reason I picked the Diamondbacks is simple. When everybody goes one way, I go the other way. That is my Bible verse, if you call it, for sports gambling. I believe in the contrarian theory. Everybody had the Padres, Mets, Yankees, (laughs) Dodgers, Phillies. 
all trash. I knew the Diamondbacks were up and coming. Nobody gave them a shot. All right, all right. That's enough. Yeah, I've heard enough. I'm glad I heard Contrarian. That's why I brought it up, because when I was watching it and I heard Contrarian, I'm like, no way. He must be a listener of the show. That's pretty funny. But uh, you know what? He sounds like a genius today. Oh, yeah. But if you bet stuff that is stupid every single time, you're going to lose every single time, except for the one odd time that exactly, exactly. smiles on you. $500 on the Diamondbacks in March is basically giving away money. It's in basically a lot giving of away $500. I, the thing that I look at is, and, and they don't ever ask these people, the thing I, I would look at is how many times did you make a stupid bet like this and lose through the years? Oh, I'm sure. Before you finally hit this one. I would like to know that, too. Because everybody thinks, well, the guy only spent $500 and he has a chance to win $360,000. He's a genius. Yeah, but how many times did he lose $500? He's probably... If you're betting $500 on the Diamondbacks to win, you, I'm, I'm assuming you bet a lot. Yeah. And you bet money, good money a and lot. And you lose a lot. Well, this uh, next one that I saw on the Bleacher Report betting X site would be someone with a same-game parlay from last night's game, and it would be anytime touchdowns from Dalton Kincaid, who got the touchdown early, Gabe Davis, who also had a touchdown, and for they put $5,000 on this, Chris. Mike Evans needed a touchdown. He had a touchdown at the end of the game. This oh, bet cashes. This person wins $163,000 on this yeah, bet. Good for him. But that bet just tells me tells you everything you need to know about betting. Two guys can get it all the time. I'm surprised that Mike Evans got a touchdown. This bet should have lost. $5,000 flushed down the drain. But now, Who was the first one? Dalton Kincaid? Yeah, but he's kind of an up-and-comer. Okay, so Evans is a pretty good player. Yeah, but I but at, by the time that he caught the touchdown in the game, I thought the, the, the Buccaneers were done. I didn't think there was any chance for him to catch a touchdown. But the anyway. guy didn't care that the Buccaneers were done. Nope. Mike Evans was still playing. Exactly. Yeah, All right, two... My parlay for the weekend, it's a four-leg parlay. It's plus 1,326 on the odds. USC is at Cal. USC cannot play defense, and they seemingly allow a lot of teams to play close to them. Cal has plus 10, and I'm going to take Cal plus 10 in this one. Uh, New England Patriots and the Dolphins, Chris. Yeah. The Patriots are plus nine and a half. I think the Dolphins will win, but the Patriots are coming off of a win. So against the Bills, I'm going to think that they're going to continue their good play and at least keep it close. So plus nine and a half on the spread there. The Steelers over the Jaguars on the money line. Steelers are at home coming off a win against the Rams. And then the last one would be tonight's World Series game over eight and a half total runs in the game. So Cal plus 10, Patriots plus nine and a half. Steelers money line, total score over eight and a half in game one of the World Series. Not speaking with you. <laughs> because I picked the Patriots? Yes. I said the Dolphins, I think they're gonna Put win. That out there in the in the in the universe that they're gonna I already said. Beat. But yeah, but I don't feel like sweating out a close game on Sunday. Well, how do you like that? I, I can't help you with that. Well, I mean you're gonna have to should take it up with your team. Well, Maybe Xavier Howard will stop complaining about hard knocks and start playing. Hopefully he will play this week. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey is pushing back on reports, too, that he's coming back. All right, here we go with tonight's uh, bets. 
I remember have lost eight in a row. So keep that in <laughs> mind when you hear our picks. Nathan Avaldi over under 15 and a half outs tonight. Starting pitcher for the Texas Rangers. He needs to get one out in the sixth inning so to go over. Third. No, five and a third. Five and a third. Sorry. He needs to get an out in the sixth inning to go over. Yeah. Uh, what do you think he'll do here? I think he's uh, he's a guy who's pitched in the World Series before. He's been really good this year. I think he's going to go over. Go over, huh? Yeah. I think five innings is about right for Nathan Avaldi tonight, so I'll say under. Wow. Uh, Georgia and Florida. Oh, the biggest um, cocktail party in the world? Yeah, when are they going to stop calling it that? We're so anti-alcohol in this society That's not true. Have you ever been to or have you ever watched commercials during a sporting event? No, actually, you haven't. Yes, I don't. I (laughs) fast-forward through all of them. Uh, George is favored by 14 points over Florida. Wow. Rivalry game. I'm still not a Georgia fan. I'll take Florida, plus 14 what about that, you? That was my first thought was Florida, so I'm going to stay You're going to go with me yeah. in my eight-game yeah. losing streak. Yeah. UCLA home to Colorado. Chip Kelly against Deion Sanders. 15 and a half points UCLA favored. Jeez, man. The hype train on the Colorado has gone backwards at no this point. No kidding, man. Nobody <laughs> thinks No one cares anymore about them. Colorado. Uh, and Shador Sanders has a KFC commercial with Coach Prime. Have you seen that? No, again, you don't watch no, commercials. No, I don't watch commercials. Um, UCLA minus 15 and a half at home. I'm going to, I'm going to, man. I'm going to pick Colorado to at least lose by two touchdowns. I have to pick Colorado. You know, I cannot yeah, move for UCLA. No, you can't. Ever. But Colorado really doesn't look very good. All right, the uh, Bulls called the team meeting after the game one. Will it pay off in game two? They're favored by two and a half at home over Toronto. Is Toronto a good team? Toronto's 1-0. and That's all I can tell you. Um, I'm going to take Toronto. Okay. Because <laughs> I've had it with the Bulls already. I, I feel like um, game one team meeting, closed door, no coaches is a really bad sign. And I feel like Toronto's good. Yeah, I'm going to pick Toronto. You're going to take Toronto also. Yeah, I was trying to talk myself into the Bulls, but I can't. You're agreeing with me. And one more. Sacramento Kings, Golden State Warriors. Warriors trying to avoid starting 0-2. 237 and a half points is the over-under for this one. Mm. Scraby. Last night was 235 points in and that, that Milwaukee-Philadelphia game. That's a I lot. mean, the Kings and the Warriors usually score a lot. I'm going to go over. You're going to say over anyway. Yeah. I'll try under for the fourth time in a row, and I've lost <laughs> almost every time. Remember when I had right. that hot streak of knowing about uh, hockey and their over-unders? I just can't believe that I've missed eight straight games. I mean, you can't try to do that. These are all supposed to be 50-50 propositions. That's true. And I've missed eight in a row. Let's see if I can make it 13 in a row. Ooh. Miss all five of these. Let's do it. I would love to see that happen. Oh, man, I would have so much fun. Uh, check back on Monday to find out how it turns out. Gwen and Chris, check some traffic oh, next. I was trying to tell you. Oh. No traffic. We'll get, we'll get in we'll at get the end to of it. the break. We'll get to it at this during this break sometime. You'll get Hopefully, your traffic yes. update. And when we come back, who's starting, who's nodding, and uh, who's not? Who's starting, who's nodding? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's starting, who's not? NFL Week 8 Injury Update when we return.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, NFL week number eight got underway last night with that Buffalo victory over Tampa Bay. Lots of big action coming up on Sunday. Gwen and Chris returns here at 322. We'll have the Sunday night game for you on 97.3 The Fan. What a game it is. Chicago Bears, Los Angeles Chargers. And then on Monday night, it gets even better with the Raiders and the Lions. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, we'll be watching. And I'm sure many of you putting together your fantasy squads for the weekend. Scraby doesn't have to worry about this kind of stuff. He could play anybody and win by 100 points. He's been doing that all year. He scored the most points and allowed the fewest in our league. Winning by an average, not just once, Mm -hmm. an average Mm -hmm. of 38 points per game. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. haven't even had to, like, stress one time. Things have gone. I'm not going to gloat because last time I did, I ended up losing 10 in a row when I did come in here and start screaming that I was 3-0. Uh, this has been this league, this, this team that I have has been quite possibly the best team I've ever had in fantasy football. Yeah. Well, we'll see if you can keep it going. I, uh, I have been doing nothing but sweating it out week in and week out. Yeah. You've had and normally losing. So I'm just two and five. All right. Give us some, uh, Tony, some... Tony now is like, Oh, he made it back to 500. Didn't he? He's four and three, four and three. Never mind. He never gives up a point either. It's the it's, it could Tony is has the strangest fantasy seasons because I remember last year he kept Jameis Winston that was his keeper pick and he ended up I think in the championship game or the yeah. Tony second. has a lot of success in this he league does. he does anyway he has all the success I wish I could have <laughs> all right give all me right. some NFL notes Scrape. the NFL news and notes of the segment we'll talk about some quarterbacks Ryan Tannehill for the Titans is going to be out. Now, this is notable because 
They're going to be bringing in two quarterbacks to play, according to Mike Vrabel. Will Levis and Malik Willis are going to both be playing, which um, sounds like a disaster in the making to me, Chris. But It does, but they are playing the Falcons. Falcons are like a decent team somehow again. They're okay. They're okay. I'm not sold on them yet. And they did win on the road last week in Tampa. Can they win again back-to-back weeks on the road? That's the question. Yeah. Derrick Henry, everybody well, says he's yeah. trade bait. So they're, they're linking him to the Ravens. That would be crazy. The Ravens would be so good if they got Derrick Henry. That wouldn't hurt them. That I, wouldn't hurt. Let me hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, the next uh, quarterback injury, Justin Fields, Bears quarterback. He is out, and he dislocated his thumb a few weeks ago. So it's going to be the Tyler Bajant show on Sunday night. Yeah, well. All you got to do is keep it close and let uh, Justin Herbert throw it away for you in the fourth quarter. When is Brandon Staley going to get fired? It just keeps getting worse, and the the, the rumors get quieter. If he loses to the Bears, they'll be loud again. I, I mean, hope. the Bears I mean, are really bad. For my fellow really Chargers. Really bad. I'd... And they're playing a rookie quarterback who really shouldn't even be ready. The guy... Where, where did he go to school? He, you know, uh, it was a Division two school. It was yeah. like Shepherd State or yeah. something. I mean, if this guy comes in and beats the Chargers, then um, oh, I should I should say his name's not Tyler; it's Tyson. I mean, yeah, dummy. nobody even knows his name. I'm He's the dummy. first Bears quarterback to win his debut in twenty years. The last was a guy by the name of Craig Krenzel. <laughs> He's not exactly in the Hall of Fame. No. Uh, so, he went to Shepherd University. Shepherd University. I believe he has the most touchdown passes in college football history, but again, he he did play in Division Two. I'm going to be rooting for the Bears. He I mean, just 50, to keep the, keep the agony of the Chargers going. He, <laughs> 2021, he threw for 5,000 yards exactly, and he threw 53 touchdowns with only 18 no. interceptions. At USD, which is division whatever that is. 1AA. Yeah. Josh Johnson one year had 43 touchdowns and one interception. I do remember that year. Yeah. He didn't, you know, obviously translate that to the NFL. Kind of frustrated with USD at the moment. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on that yeah. a little bit. Uh, all right. Next quarterback on the list, Daniel Jones of the New York Giants. He is not going to be playing. He has an. Uh, he's got injuries all over the place, but um, neck injuries seems Rod to be Taylor. the most. Uh, yeah. Which neck is serious. Seems to be the most uh, serious. Yeah, third game in a row that he's going to miss. He's getting paid a ton of money. I don't like the Giants' chances in this game with their awful offensive line trying to block the Jets. Yeah, that's not a good matchup for Tarod. I mean, the, Taylor. The the Giants. I know they made the playoffs last year. They did look good last year. But I didn't feel as good about them coming into this season as as a lot of other people did. Maybe they can turn it around, but it's been tough for them so far this year. Yeah. Brock Purdy, 49ers quarterback, reported his concussion symptoms on the plane ride home after the Monday Night Football game against the Vikings. He is practicing, but they haven't said if he's going to start or not. If he does start, or if he does not start, Sam Darnold is going to take it's over. It's not up to the 49ers, right? It's up it's, to doctors. Yeah. Basically. Is that true? It's up like to... Like Kyle Shanahan, just look at him and go, how you feel? And he goes, I feel great. No, okay, no. you're in. <laughs> no, I actually, uh, the podcast I listen to, usually on the way down to work, they were talking about this very thing. And it goes to the team doctors first. 
and I don't know if it's actually first, but team doctors evaluate, and then the uh, independent neurologist. Yeah. The independent uh, neurologist who's paid by the 49ers. He's not paid better by the say He or yes. she is not paid by the 49ers. You better say yes, Or Jamal pal. Adams will beat you up if you don't let him play. No. Uh, but Sam Darnold, do you know how old he is? This this floored me today. 24. I, no, you're kind of close. You went, you went yeah. the way I didn't think you were going to go. He's 26. Yeah, he's only been in the league. I mean, he came out of USC, what, three years ago? More than already, that. Four years ago, he's already a failure at the NFL level. I mean, I wouldn't call him a failure when your teams that you're playing for are the Jets and the Panthers. Well, you'll call him a failure on Monday when he loses to the Bengals. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, another note, Kyler Murray, Arizona Cardinals quarterback, tore his ACL last year. Uh, Cardinals coach Jonathan Gannon didn't reveal too much entering this weekend, but he said, we'll see when asked about Murray, who was a full participant throughout the week. He has yet to play this season, which I, I don't know. What, what I guess the question for that franchise is, do you want to just trade Kyler Murray? Do you want him as your quarterback? Do you want Caleb Williams as your quarterback? What do you do here, Chris, if you're the Arizona Cardinals? I'd play Kyler Murray. He's on my team the rest of the season. Let's see what Josh happens. Josh Dobbs has been pretty good. Josh Not as good Dobbs. as Kyler Murray. I mean, let Kyler Murray play, man. Let's see if the Cardinals can win some games. Let's see what he's got. He's on my team. You know, I'll deal with trading him or not trading him after the season. You're, you're telling me that the Cardinals ought to punt every game just so they can get Caleb Williams. You know I hate that. Yeah, tanking, I hate that. Yeah, tanking is not good. I, uh, I understand that. So but play Kyler Murray if he's able to play. Let's see what he can do. I think really want to move on from Kyler Murray, even though they gave him a two hundred and something million dollar contract like two years ago. Craziness. Well, you can move on with him after the season, but you might as well play him now. Better um, than Joshua Dobbs. Deshaun Watson's a guy. That, oh, there you go. That ought he to be might moved not play. on from. Uh, you not, can't. You can't move on from. Him. You know why, Chris? Because you owe him like two hundred million dollars. He's a guaranteed contract. Guaranteed. The whole Aaron thing. Aaron Rodgers never got a guaranteed contract. Ever. Kirk Cousins and Deshaun Watson somehow have been able to finagle themselves into guaranteed, fully guaranteed contracts. The Browns are the dumbest organization in football for giving Deshaun Watson everything. Are you, They're um, better with P.J. Walker. He'll play uh, in Seattle Sunday. Are you uh, paying attention to the Jalen Ramsey news and when he's coming back to the Dolphins? Of he, course. He has uh, been limited all week. Moster has been limited all week. Some Did you hear what Jalen Waddle said the other day about Tyreek Hill? I didn't. He was asked about Tyreek Hill, and he, he may have let something slip. He says when we get him back down the road when he was asked about Tyreek uh, Hill. Tyreek Hill says he's playing this week. He would never lie to a me. Oh, he wouldn't. No. Tyreek Hill would not lie? To me. Oh, okay. Just you. He might All lie right. to you, but he's not going to lie to me. So All he's right. playing Sunday. The Miami mess. I mean, you're pretty smart, actually, to pick New England plus the points this week because Miami is so injured. It's uh, quite remarkable that they're uh, that they're winning any games. I, you're just being hard on your team because they I have am, a pretty good team. They have a great team, but when they're when they have their team. They don't have it right now. Does Tyreek? I know that Tyreek's a great player, but sometimes you can miss a game and it won't be a. Are they going to win? Are they going to win without Tyreek Hill? That's what I'm asking. Raheem Mostert, three offensive linemen, two cornerbacks, and Devon Chan. I mean, they're not going to win with all those people missing. That's too many. You make a good argument. It's a lot of people. You make a great argument. We'll see. We'll see. This game could be interesting for Miami. Can't wait. 
I'm sure you can't. And if the uh, Dolphins lose Sunday morning, then I immediately put my stripes on and become a Bengals fan. <laughs> because you know why? Misery loves company. Hey, if the 40- and if I'm going to lose Sunday morning, then you have to lose Sunday afternoon. If the 49ers lose three in a row, which I'm very nervous about this weekend because the Bengals are coming off of a bye and they started to find themselves, I'm going to start going into panic mode a little bit. Yeah, it might be time to panic if you're a 49er <laughs> fan. All right, when we come back, we have a great countdown for you today. I'm excited. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, think of your all-time favorite television character. Mm. Your all-time favorite television character or characters. Not the show, the characters. Who are your favorites? We'll let you in on some of ours when Gwen and Chris continues. Welcome back. Finally, a Friday. Gwen and Chris can have some fun here in this next segment. It's our Friday countdown. I'm Chris Ello. That's Matt Scraby. The other guy whose name is on the title of this program, Tony Gwynn Jr., enjoying a little uh, rest and relaxation. He's on vacay for a couple of days. He'll be back on Tuesday. So uh, without him, we soldier on. Towards 6 o'clock this evening, the World Series gets underway at 5 o'clock. So... We'll keep you up to date on what's up with the Diamondbacks and the Rangers once they get started. Uh, also tonight, NBA, full schedule of games. Lakers did win last night. We discussed it in the in the uh, Daily, Gambit. Daily Gambit. LeBron James is only supposed to play a maximum of 29 minutes. Oh, he went way over that. He did. He went to 35, and he said after the game, well, we kind of had to win. So my point is, is they want to turn the team over to Anthony Davis, but they can't. What did Anthony Davis do last uh, night? His numbers were great. 32 points, 12 rebounds, something like that. Did he, he had score a big in the night. second half? I think he did this game. <laughs> but the point of the matter is, when it really came down to winning the game, they needed LeBron on the floor. They, always, they needed LeBron, yeah. Well, they're trying to turn the whole thing over to Anthony Davis. I don't think that's going to work. Just because you are trying to do something doesn't mean that you should do something. Yeah, don't think it's going to happen. I think LeBron's going to have to carry the load. Either that or the Lakers are going to have to settle for a middling record again during the regular season. They're just going to have to give up some games. You know, LeBron's just not going to be able to play. He's not going to be able to play 35 minutes every night. No, 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 no. And and, And look, they beat a lousy Phoenix team last night. Remember, Booker and Beal, neither of them played. And they won by five. And Phoenix was ahead the whole game. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Lakers had to come back late to uh, pull victory out. Anyway, um, so we'll keep an eye on all the NBA goings on as well. Uh, Did we get any traffic? Because there's people out there who need a check of traffic. The traffic machine is uh, being fixed right now. The traffic machine is being fixed now. So as soon as we get traffic, we'll put some traffic back in there. But I'm in constant contact with Kelly Danik, and she is uh, letting me know. All right. Well, we'll have that update for you. In the meantime, let's get into today's countdown because I think – We all can get into this one. 
giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's now time for Gwen and Chris to rank their top five of the day. Gonna grip and rip as usual. But this isn't just a regular top five list. I love it. It sounds sadistic, but I love it. This is The Countdown. And it starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, every Friday we uh, pick a topic, we count down something, and uh, today uh, Scraby and I arrived at one that I actually had a lot of fun putting together. Good. good. I think everybody out there would have some fun with this, because uh, everybody watches television shows. Yeah. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Do you know anybody who just doesn't watch any television shows? I dated a girl who didn't like, like TV. Like nothing? Yeah, it was really hard. <laughs> it was, what do you talk about? Uh, we could talk about other stuff, but she didn't have cable. She didn't have anything. What did she do? Uh, she just worked. Stared at the wall all night? She just worked. Well, that's not very exciting. I, and there's nothing wrong with people who don't like TV because I can see why TV rots your brain, as they say. Oh, whatever. But she, everybody needs a little entertainment in their life. It was it was difficult Come because on. I wanted to watch something, yeah. and she didn't want to watch anything. Some people don't even have a television. I'm telling you, she did. She had one, but it was for her to hook up her computer to work on. Well, this seems count, like a problem this, with my old relationship. This countdown is not for that girl you used to date. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Today's countdown are top five television characters of all time. All right. And I really had trouble narrowing it down to Me five. Too. So I have a best of the rest. Okay, I do honorable mention all the time. Honorable so go mention. Ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Here's my honorable mention, and I think these are pretty good characters, but they didn't quite make my count, my cut. Uh, Stanley Hudson. <laughs> from the office. You just laugh when you hear his name. Stanley. Stanley on the office. I mean, the all-time crack-up, deadpan face of that actor. And I can't remember his name offhand. I, I but, can't remember uh, his name either, but one of the funniest episodes is when he gets in line for the pretzel, and he is like, the pretzel day is like his thing. Stanley Hudson. He's the best of the rest. Also, That's pretty good. Also, Don Draper. Okay. Mad Men. I haven't seen that. Who wouldn't want to be as cool as Don Draper? I, is Don Draper not a very good guy, though? Not the greatest guy. <laughs> That's what I've heard. <laughs> but it's the 60s, and guys dominate the world. And if it was the 60s, you would have wanted to be like Don Draper, I think. I don't know that I would. Although you look back on it and you know Feel really bad about faults. yourself? <laughs> All right, this guy's really a bad guy, but I love him, and so do you, Eric Cartman. Eric Cartman. Come yes. on. Yes. Cartman yes, yes. has got to be one of the funniest characters in television history, but he didn't quite make my final five either. Who's your honorable mention? Do I actually any? don't have any now. Oh, you don't have any? No. Right. I mean, I did. It was hard to put this list down into five, but mine are pretty 
Now that I'm looking at them, they're kind of gem- generic. If you have any suggestions out there, you can tweet me at Matt Scraby, or you can go to our stream right now on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook, 97.3 The Fan, and mention. Uh, Ryan says Nick Miller from New Girl. New Girl is a very, very funny show, and Nick Miller is very funny in that I'd show. I'd have to know that show to uh, be able to It's Zoe Deschanel. She's in it. Uh, yes, I know who who's in it. I just don't know it. Uh, so. The other one, Omar from The Wire. Now, I know that there are a lot of people that love The Wire out there, and I know that people love Omar. I haven't officially gotten into The Wire. Um, and then Leslie David Baker. Entertainment Weekly Magazine, which yes. was kind of a Bible yeah. of entertainment, you know, for yeah. many years now. The magazines have faded out a little bit, but okay. at the time... They did a list of their all-time greatest television shows. The Wire came in first place. Okay, wow. That's how good they liked it. Oh, Leslie David Baker is Stanley. Yes, Leslie David Baker is Stanley. I thought Leslie David Baker... No, that's Stanley. Isn't there a Leslie in Parks and Rec? I know that she... I'm not sure. I don't know, but that's Stanley. That's Stanley. Thank you, Leslie David Baker, for all the laughs. Yes. All right. All right, let's get into it. Number five. Go ahead. You start. Uh, My number five is Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. Suit up! Suit up! That's what he always says. He goes. I don't no, know that show. He never wears anything but a suit, and he is, is like that. Is, is that the Neil Patrick Harris character? Yes, Barney oh, Stinson okay, is him. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Well, yeah, he like one of the funniest things that he ever did was he told his friends he could run a marathon and without training, and so he ran the marathon, and he thought he was all cool, and everybody's like, "How did you do that?" And then he gets on the subway and he tries to get up, and his legs don't work, so he's he stuck on the subway oh, all day. Be dead if he tried to run without training. Uh, right. yeah. Barney, Barney St- Stinson. Barney Stinson. Yeah. Interesting. All right, my number five all-time greatest TV character is Mike Ehrmantraut. Uh, you may not know him because you are one of the few people on Earth who did not watch Breaking Bad. And Mike is the great character in that show who fixes everything and makes it all come to pass. I thought you were going to be say Walter White. No, I love Walter White too, but uh, Mike Ehrmantraut's my favorite character on that show. It's why I kept on watching when the... uh, See the bald guy? Yes. Okay, When they switched over to uh, Better Call Saul, he was even more featured in that show. And... uh, if you watch Breaking Bad, you probably have your own favorites, but uh, Mike Ehrmantraut is my favorite Breaking Bad character. Someone actually wrote on our stream yesterday that you look like you're a character from Breaking Bad. They saw you for the first time, and I yeah. didn't get who it was, but I thought you would like that because you like the show. I like the show. I don't know who I look like, but uh, Mike Ehrmantraut, fabulous character. Who wouldn't want to make it all just go away? If I knew what that meant, I would want it. Uh, Miguel says on the stream, Tony Soprano. I thought about him. Sopranos were very good. Uh, Another another good guy. Yeah, another great guy. (laughs) Hunter on X is Schmidt from New Girl. Schmidt is pretty good as well. uh, New Girl getting some love. New Girl is very popular. All right, here's number four. Number four. I can't. You already mentioned him, Chris. Eric oh. Cartman. Cartman made I your top five? Absolutely uh, love, love Cartman. Love Cartman. One Come of my on. favorite episodes of all time is something I can't really mention on the radio. Is it the very first episode of South Park? No, no. It's when uh, it's when Cartman makes Butters do something, and everybody's oh. like, Cartman, 
I can't. Well, that's the very all I can first say. episode when he's got the, when he's got the probe, ah, and you know what kind of probe it is. Yes, yes, that's funny. And when he sings the song, Kyle's mom is a blank. Yeah, that, that just gets me every I, time. You you sometimes sing that when we I love love Cartman. All right, good one. Uh, number four for me is Norm Peterson. He is the uh, big heavy set guy who sat at the end of the bar at Cheers and did nothing but drink beer all day and just have a great old time and relax and oh, live man. the life. Only if an alcoholic's life was that easy. Yeah. <laughs> and only if Norm had endless money to buy Seriously. beer endlessly. Seriously. Uh, he never had to pay his tab. He just and, and of course Norm Peterson was left with all the funny lines in the show. As a not guy, all of them, but a lot of the funny lines. So he, he had them. As a guy who used to sit in bars by myself, um, I can tell you that those guys aren't the favorite customers of the bar. No, but he is in Cheers. <laughs> Norm Peterson, TV character. George Went is the guy's name who played that. Ah, all right, go ahead. Number three. Now, minor. This one is a classic. Uh, the next ones are all classics, but this one really is a classic. Michael Scott from The Office. Michael Scott. From Michael the Scott. Office. Early days. The late days. He got a little weird. Did you think he was funnier than Stanley? Yes. Or was he just more important than Stanley? Uh, I mean, Stanley could go a couple of shows without even being in it. I don't think. I don't think Stanley can carry a show. No, but every time they showed a shot of Stanley, you laughed. You did just automatically. You did like the time they put orange juice in his coffee and he doesn't notice <laughs> because he only notices when the clock is off. <laughs> That's right. Well, as you like to say at the open of our show, it's five o'clock. Yes. So yeah, I'm out of here. Uh, some more on the stream. Coach, the show coach. Coach was a great show. Craig um, T. Nelson. We got Chris from uh, Ron Swan, or Chris is Ron Swanson from I believe that's from uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's okay. keep moving. All right, number three for me. Am I on number three? Yes. Is that where we are? Yes. Now? Yes. Number three for me has got to be. Maxwell Smart. And I'm going back to the 60s for Get Smart, which is one of the all-time, probably the funniest comedy 30-minute program I've ever seen. I've heard of it, never seen it. If anybody's ever watched Get Smart out there, they would understand why I love Maxwell Smart. He's the uh, James Bond-esque character Mm. whom the show revolves around. Wow. Secret Agent 86. Is his? Uh, I've definitely heard the show. It's uh, heard of it's, the crazy. Show. it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy funny. Mel Brooks put that show together way back when. You know who Mel Brooks is. Yeah, yeah, he's a One famous actor. I think you'd like Get Smart. I'm pretty sure you'd still laugh even after all this time. I forgot to honorable mention Mr. Ed. So there we go. <laughs> honorable right. mention for Mr. Ed. Okay. Number two. My number two is is a classic. It, it, like another I, classic. I grew up with this character, Homer Simpson. Yeah. You can't go anywhere in TV history without Homer Simpson being in the top five. He don't, don't. like the one time <laughs> that he um, he decided he was going to get even more heavy because he he realized he could stay home from work. And the nuclear power plant almost like burns down, and he has this little like bird feeder that's pressing a button for him. It's really funny stuff. Really funny stuff. You know that I'm in the minority of people have only watched a handful of Simpsons. Really? Episodes. So you don't know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. I love what I've seen of the Simpsons. Every clip I've ever seen, I laugh. I understand how popular it is. Just never got onto my radar. I I, I don't it's think. Weird. Yeah, no, I don't think it's weird. I, I mean, think it's a little weird. 
Okay. I think uh, everybody okay. should watch The Simpsons. <laughs> uh, number two for me is uh, going back to the television show Cheers. Uh, Sam Malone, the bartender on Cheers, uh, former ball player, ladies' man, all-time uh, American male, you know? Just, uh, he is? Yeah. Is that the Ted Dan- Did you say Ted Danson? Ted Danson's character, yeah, Sam Malone. But he's just a bartender. Ah, uh, so what? He's got the he's where everybody knows his name. He lives a beautiful, wonderful fan life. All right. I like him. Okay. Number one. Oh, here's a good one from the stream from Ken. Marty Bird in Ozark. That is a good one. Have Jason, you seen Ozark? Uh, Jason Bateman? Yeah, Jason Bateman's pretty yeah, I've good. Seen some Ozark. Uh Al Bundy. I thought about Al Bundy. I didn't watch enough of Married with Children to put Al Bundy on my list. Okay. Uh, another one, MacGyver. MacGyver. Richard Dean Anderson. I love MacGyver. You like MacGyver, huh? So much. All right, right, Mm. my number one. I don't. Can you guess, Chris? I think you may be able to guess. No. Jack Bauer from 24. Oh, he is amazing. I love Jack Bauer. I love the show 24. Jack Bauer does things for our country that no one has ever done before, like the time that he got addicted to drugs so he can infiltrate a Chinese drug manufacturer like who else does that for our country chris and, and his, nobody and his daughter gets kidnapped like a hundred times the and only, he has to save well her. that's my thing the only the only thing i would say about jack bauer is that he would never have anything to do if it wasn't for his stupid daughter <laughs> and his daughter that's just not did, true huh that's not true he's always saving the world his daughter's constantly getting into trouble and everybody everybody always like leaves jack hanging it's not cool. I like Jack Bauer as well. All right. My number one all-time character is from a show you've probably never seen, but if you ever saw it, you know he's the greatest TV character of all time. Who's that? That is Columbo. Columbo. Columbo is the bomb. He Columbo? Is Columbo. He doesn't have a first name. He's the uh, detective in the great television show, Columbo. And um, he's the smartest television character of all time. He's disheveled. He's pretty comical from time to time. He's disheveled. Oh, he's always disheveled. He's got his raincoat on. But he always comes up with the answer at the very end. I got a Columbo. I got my a, all-time favorite. An ex from Artie Curry. Colin Robinson from What We Do in the Shadows. Never seen it. Don't know that show. Deborah on X says, I have never seen one episode of The Simpsons. Well, you should at least watch at hey, least Deborah, one. You and I are together on that. Um, oh, you're getting some Columbo love. Oh, yeah. On, Columbo's on the stream. Classic. Columbo's class. Anybody that's probably older than 50 would get Columbo. Anthony on the stream says Roy Kent from Ted Lasso. I haven't really watched that yet. Haven't watched a lot of Ted Lasso. Uh, Col- uh, Columbo drove the sweet. Is it a Puget? 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 Uh, no, his. Oh yeah, his uh, his old his broken car. down car. Yeah, that's part of his character. I forget what what his car was. I thought it was a Mercedes actually, but I don't it's know. just like really old and broken down in it. Well, thanks Put-puts everybody. Around. Thank you for your suggestions. Now. It's Chris vs. the Fans, 833-288-0973, next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 